Welcome to episode 20 of the Painting Experience podcast. On the podcast, founder Stuart Cubley explores the potential of the emerging field of process arts and shares inspiration from his ongoing workshops and retreats. In this episode, we see how, when viewed in the light of process, something we first thought was a mistake usually turns out to be anything but. The miracle of mistakes, well, they certainly don't feel like a miracle when they show up. I think we all agree on that, that when you're happily painting along and then you take that extra step and something shows up that is just totally unacceptable and irrelevant and out of place and inappropriate and doesn't belong there, we really believe it. We really buy into it and we can go down that road pretty easily and think, you know, really, that is a mistake. There's no question. I'm going to get rid of it or cover it up or start over or something. It is just so easy to kind of uh, flow into that way of thinking and to not recognize or even consider that there may be a larger dimension. In my experience, facilitating the painting process, it's become more and more clear to me that these so-called mistakes are actually transformational moments. They're actually opportunities that are disturbing for sure and disruptive for sure, but that they have an intelligence behind them. They don't just come out of random. They're not something we did just out of inadvertence. Certainly they were spontaneous, but I think to consider that they have a deeper root is fairly interesting. This goes way beyond painting, of course. This feeling of having made an error and of having done something that's inappropriate, said something that's inappropriate, taken some action that you really regret, we all know these in our lives. And it's very easy to dig our teeth into them like a dog with a bone and pull them apart and process them to death and work entirely on a mental level that certainly has emotion involved with it, but that is not really productive. That keeps us on the level of this belief and the mistake. In my own experience facilitating painting over the years, I've sometimes made huge mistakes. I mean, sometimes I have just put my foot in my mouth so big time that I can't believe that I said what I said. And it was sometimes hurtful to another person and really inappropriate and insensitive. And of course, this has been part of my experience. And I've come to see these in a very interesting light because, first of all, when I do it, I have to recognize it. I have to be willing to acknowledge to the person that it was really inappropriate and even apologize for hurting them and to say that, you know, I don't really know why that came out of my mouth. My intention was certainly not to disrupt you or to disrupt the process or to hurt you in any way. I'm sorry if it sounded judgmental or in some way diminishing. And to really own it personally that I made a mistake. This is important because otherwise there's no way to move forward with a person. If I'm feeling defensive about it or in some way trying to justify it, then the barrier is going to stay up. And 
I know that if I can really meet that moment of my mistake without protecting myself against it, that then at least there's an opportunity to move forward. Because I know that if we stay with it, and by staying with it, I don't mean processing it and talking about it and trying to fix it and trying to justify it. But by staying with it, I mean, I know that if we continue in that environment of spontaneous action, the painting being a really important tool in this circumstance, because it's a way of acting without thinking. And so if we can clear it enough emotionally to hang in together, and to trust that the process will continue and that we really truly don't understand what happened and how to resolve it, that we can leave it in a kind of limbo without having to fix it. I have a trust that something will come out of that. And it's amazed me over the years how, if it's, say, a longer workshop, maybe it's a five-day workshop or even a 10-day, that at the end of the experience, the person and I often will stand back in awe, looking at the ramifications of that experience and realizing that the fruits that were born from that disturbance went way beyond what either of us could have imagined in the moment. And that on the contrary, it was a rather necessary interference and force that came in that was challenging and difficult but that it actually shook things up and brought a degree of understanding and a whole new level of perception around not only the painting and the painting process, but the personal perception of oneself as well. And that there was intelligence behind that so-called mistake. And neither of us are really in control of that. We're both in the painting process. We're both in this process of moving into the unknown and having to deal with what comes up. And I don't say this in any way to justify, because in the moment it truly feels like, boy, I really blew it by saying that. So I've come to have a very deep respect for these so-called mistakes. And sometimes I call them the, the miracle of mistakes, because I do believe there's something miraculous behind these situations that arise that we are so convinced in the moment that are not appropriate, that are not intelligent, that are somehow don't belong. And so when someone reaches these in the painting process, I get very interested. And I notice that they occur on two levels. There's actually the first level, which is the mistake itself, the object, the thing that appeared, the color, or the form, or the shape, or the image, something has arisen in the painting that we're convinced was a mistake and doesn't belong there. And we can get very focused on that. But the perhaps deeper level of this mistake is the feelings that it brings. This is a very, very rich internal experience of making a mistake because it has a physical, visceral quality of disturbance about it. And you can feel it in your body. You can feel the adrenaline gets riled up. The first tendency, of course, is to throw it off and not to have that disruptive feeling, which would be tear the painting off the wall or blame the teacher or cover it up or change it or fix it, something to get rid of the feeling because we believe that there's truly been a mistake. And if I can, in those moments, I'll try to bring another 
level of perception and perhaps intrigue somebody, if I can, around considering the fact that maybe there's more going on here than meets the eye. What if we stayed close to the bone here? What if we, instead of flying off with the blame and the change that we want to impose on it, if we didn't fly off and we stayed close to the bone and we could actually, sometimes I call it staying in the burn, being willing to feel the intensity of that emotion. And sometimes it has a quality of regret about it. Sometimes it has a quality of shame. Sometimes it has a quality of blame. But to stay close to the bone with it, so instead of projecting it out, you let the burn burn. You let the fire rage. And you keep painting. And you keep painting with a quality of respect. I might, at that point, suggest taking a little brush and painting with care, because there's such a contradiction in those two states in which you're raging internally and yet being respectful externally in your actions brings about a transformational moment in which the, those two opposites coming together, something new is born. And I see this happening again and again and again. There's something that arises out of this so-called mistake, which is, of course, a changed perception of your painting, and you actually feel, having stayed with it and lived through it, that you're actually really liking what happens next, and that this thing that you thought was a mistake is actually rather intriguing and interesting. But more than that, your actual state of being has changed, that your internal sense of self has shifted. And for me, this is the most important part of the transformational moment. The perception of the painting changes, but that's a reflection of an internal shift. And for me, that's the intelligence that is at root behind the spontaneous action and the arising of so-called mistakes, that there's a wisdom in this unconscious life that we don't appreciate. We don't realize how much of our lives are actually orchestrated from a place that has much greater order than we would normally give it credit. And so we struggle constantly trying to bring order and bring acceptability on a superficial level when, when we finally let go and allow this deeper order to have its way with us, that there's a tremendously powerful mystery there and a deep satisfaction that opens many doors. And to see it beyond the painting process, the painting process is a mirror in which to ask that question. Is there a greater intelligence behind spontaneous action, behind acting from a place other than the mind? You can learn more about the painting experience and find a list of upcoming process painting workshops by visiting our website at www.processarts.com. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. The theme music for this podcast comes from Stefan Jacob. We thank you for listening and hope you'll join us again soon.